Hey, Honeymooners, you can find ad-free episodes, Moshe's DJ sets, merch discounts, and so much more on our Patreon. Check it out at patreon.com slash endlesshoneymoon or click the link in the description of this episode. Hey, Endless Honeymoon Podcast listeners, we have a very special announcement. May 15th, 6 p.m. Pacific time, we have an event that we would like you to join us for. Endless Honeymoon Podcast Live, the I'm Still Too Afraid to Leave My House podcast tour. It well, might it's just not have much one. of a tour. It's a one-stop <laughs> tour because it's the last one of these we're going to do because we're ready to re-enter the real world, but we want you to join us online before we do that. We've got a very special show, lots of special surprises, special guests, plus live speed counseling. People in the Zoom will pick you, will roast you. It'll be a lot of fun. Get your tickets on Rush Ticks. That's right. Go to RushTicks.com forward slash Endless Honeymoon to get your tickets now and join us. It's going to be a really special evening. Welcome to the Endless Honeymoon Podcast Secret Dump. We're reporting live from the laundry pile. <laughs> well, here's my thing, because I felt like laundry was piling up all the time. So I was like, OK, I'm going to do it once a week. So then once a week, I do like six loads and then I dump them all on the couch. That's so funny. I dump six loads on the couch as well each week. And then I, you know, it takes about a day to wash it all. And now I'm going to fold it tonight and like watch a movie. You know what I like about you? <laughs> About your laundry thing? What? You won't let me participate in the laundry, but you don't ever do the laundry without audibly complaining about how difficult it is to do it all day long. I know. I'm sorry. And I actually I enjoy help. it. I enjoy it. And you help know, me help. You don't know how to fold clothes. I can fold. We already talked about this last week. I know how to fold clothes. I lived. Okay, I had to fold these. Really? Yeah. Okay. Show me how you'd fold these underwear. Okay. I simply take the underpant. Yeah. Can you hold the mic so I can narrate my way through this? Okay. Yeah. I simply, well, you have to actually put it up to my mouth. Do you know how to do that? Okay. I simply, okay. I simply take the underpant. I bop the underpant in half. I already did it wrong. What do you mean wrong? I bop it in half. I would have done it the other way. What do you mean this way? Yeah. Well, what do you mean? It's the same thing. It just seems weird to go the other way, but okay. It seems weird to go this way. Okay. You bop it. You get to bop, bop it out. Okay. And then you... you Bop the pant, right? And then you flatten it out, bop it again, and you're done. No, or, that's pretty good. Or, well, what the fuck do you think I was doing for the 32 years before I met you? I thought your mom was doing it, and My then you mother? went to like a service. No, no, no. And then another thing you can do, another way to fold underpants is you bop it. Yeah. And then brol it. You just brol it right up, brol it right up, and then you can just have it all up in your drawer. Honestly, I think if I rolled yours and then put them in your little storage cabinet, that might be nice. And then one one cool thing is you can put on like Peter Tosh or like some a dub collection and you just <laughs> puff on them pants. You know what I'm saying? You just got you puff on them drawers. You gotta puff them drawers. All right, Moshe. Well, you do the cooking, I do the laundry. That's true. You are an a below average cook <laughs> <laughs> but you know what i'm attracted i i can cook you're things. attractive and that is no i i'm attracted to recipes where it has like two or three ingredients then i'm like oh i could cook no, this. actually the truth is tonight and then i do it the truth is tonight was funny i have like a, just a limit because natasha was like i got this recipe but that's what you do you get excited about a recipe that someone suggests to you because you, it has two or three ingredients it has two or three ingredients you get a head full of steam you get confident about it and then 
I see, I'm not intimidated by cooking because I know that I'm good at it. You get you just make it up. But you get intimidated by it. So she's like all day long, she's like, I'm gonna make this miso cacio e pepe tonight. I'm gonna make this miso it's which sounds good. It's a pasta. Yeah. So it's a cacio e pepe pasta, but with miso instead of something. And uh and she's in the kitchen. She's doing it. I'm watching a movie with uh, with my daughter. I have a daughter that's separate from the child we talk about a lot. And uh, she's 17. We're watching the movie. And then Natasha comes in and she's like, I'm getting to the point where I think I'm going to just abandon and maybe we need to order it. And I was like, oh, shit. Like, like that- order food instead. You order food. And I'm thinking to myself, like, oh, shit, disaster. Like, I'm going to walk into the kid. Like, I go, don't worry, honey. We can go out to eat. Let's that's fine. Don't even worry. Because I was picturing some hell like you had ruined something. I walk into the kitchen. There's like mise en place. It, there's like a beautiful setup of like <laughs> butter, miso paste, uh, everything's Roma- measured. Grated Romano cheese measured. There's a pot on the fire boiling. She hasn't done anything. Nothing has happened. She just stared at the ingredients and was like, "I'm out. I, I can't do it." Like, <laughs> well, because it seemed like one of those recipes that doesn't have a lot of ingredients, but it's all about like 30 seconds, then 60 seconds, then two minutes, then do that, then do that, then take the pasta water, and then immediately put it in the bowl, then turn off the heat. It's like too much. Like, it, I guess it's not always the ingredients that the, makes cooking stressful. Actually, the truth is, what happened was I said, "Don't even worry about it. We'll go out to eat. We have this restaurant at, at our the corner of our house." And so it's like a, it's like a four minute walk. And I was like, let's just walk down there. We'll eat there. Don't worry about it. And Natasha was like, thank you. And uh, cause she was stressed. We got the kid ready. We're like, we're going to this, your favorite restaurant. She's like, yeah, let's go. She's ready. We're, she's got like a doctor's kit that she's walking down to the, do- to the restaurant with. She's like, got like a magnifying glass. She's all excited to eat out. And, uh, we walk there. It's slammed. We turn around immediately, like every table's taken outside. And, and there's a line and, and she's line. already like yelling. And we immediately go, whoop, we're not even here. We turn around, walk back to our house. And within, I would say, 10 minutes, this miso cacio pepe was made, plated, on, we're eating it. And it was freaking delicious. I just needed your help. You got to believe guess. in yourself. Yeah. You got to believe in Steve. And you are Steve. I wish my friend, I actually, Chelsea Pretty told me that she thought maybe one of the reasons why I don't want to cook, oh, like, name drop. It could, I don't want to, I wanted to give her credit, but now I might make her seem mean. <laughs> oh, what'd she say? Well, I think that, like, she was like, <laughs> I don't want to say No, you got to say it now. Say it. <laughs> no, just the idea that not having any interest in cooking like maybe that like you need to talk to your therapist about <laughs> that is crazy i don't that is weird some people don't like to cook wait don't put that in. i mean don't put that in you're the co-host of the podcast you, maybe you that's not to? what she said she just was like you know that's something to think about because because i do think that i equate cooking with like cooking for my brothers and like making them like lipton rice and soup mix and i had to like be in charge of cooking and i didn't so like trauma it trauma connected to it so you I do wouldn't need call cooking for my brother's trauma. I would but just, just call it But just you were like, the one that had to cook, not the parent. You're not supposed to be cooking for your siblings, right? Or something? I don't know. Why not? I don't know. Isn't the parent supposed to do the cooking? My mom was working. Basically, that's my my childhood was the same. My mom, when we were young, cooked for us. And then she started going to night school. And from that point on, it was kind of like, you're on your own. And we just would have to figure out how to make food for ourselves. I still remember I had this date with this girl. And I was like trying to make a really romantic date and I decided to cook pizza was, and I like burned it. Like the first time I tried to cook for Wait, myself. Wait, but you're such a good cook. Well, I was like 16. 
when I did this. When did you learn? When, when did it when did it dawn on you that you could like take six ingredients and I'll make like you, a magical sauce? I'll tell you exactly how I learned to cook. Hmm. And this this is the e- cooking is so easy. Are you going to say you Googled recipes? Straight up, all I did was I started looking at recipes and doing them. That That is the way to learn to cook. If you think you don't know how to cook, it's so easy to cook. You just look up. But then how up. did you transition into like being able to improvise? By doing the recipe 10,000 times. And at that point, it's like, oh, I know what kind of goes together. I know what flavors are good. And then you start experimenting. And you know, what do they say? Cooking is an art. Baking is a science. I'm not that good at baking, but I can follow a recipe. So, you know, you just like do what the recipe says. Sometimes you fail. I've had many dishes fail. You know, I once made a shit pie. Nobody liked it. Nobody liked it, but then I refined it. I refined it. I turned it into a diarrhea stew. Everybody loves it. But I think that's how you learn to cook. You look, you go, honestly, here's my real advice. I don't know if I've given this on this podcast before. Not only, now they made it easy because the internet, you can just look up a recipe. If something sounds good, all you do is type in the ingredients you're interested in using. Cabbage chicken recipe. And then you just look up the most commercial one. Martha Stewart. That's real good. Better uh, you know, better food and health or whatever that mag, what is it? The cooking magazine, Bon Appetit. Yes. Just do the most commercial, basic ass Rachel Ray. Just choose the most basic, direct, like famous person and do that. And then it'll be good because all of those ones that are at the like famous company recipes, they've gone through so much like, like data testing that they're going to be pretty good. And look at the star rating. And if it sounds good, do it. My dream would to have be like to have like five recipes that I really know how to do. That's your by dream? heart. Or like something like like, you know, I know how to make like a split pea soup. I know how to roast a chicken. I like that. Uh, like Chelsea had a few good recipes on her Instagram that we made a lot. She had like Chelsea's a, a good cook. She had like a black bean coconut rice. My friends, you know, vegetarian my- sausage like thing we could make. And then that's I- what I make. Yeah, but we got it from her recipe. And then she also had a pasta, spinach, and anchovy like anchovy thing that you put together. I thought that was really good. My friend Steven. I just want to know like five things. You know who's a good cook is my friend Steven Spielberg. Um, <laughs> that dude. He can fricassee up a rabbit. <laughs> anyway, whatever. It doesn't matter. But uh, my other friend, uh, o- Oprah, <laughs> taught me how to make like this fennel salad. Chelsea's a person who's like she's like very into cooking and she's so good at it and I recognize you guys have similar talents it's important to have people in your life that can cook like I have another friend Lady Gaga (laughs) uh, and she makes this chilled fruit soup that is just divine (laughs) oh my god you know what is so good is like cucumber soup gazpachos no cucumber soup oh I don't know what a cucumber soup is it's so good. It's like got like cucumber and yogurt. I love soup. Just look it Any up. Soup. Best cucumber soup recipe. Martha Stewart. Boom. Make that one. <laughs> Let's have it tomorrow for lunch. Wait. We actually made this amazing pasta that had garbanzo beans instead of like the meat and sure. then it had breadcrumbs yeah. on it. And you said it was a Rachel Ray recipe. Yeah. They, these motherfuckers who are famous for a reason. It's not always. It's not as good as the greatest uh chef on earth but if you go into those great chef on earth types it's too many like i make this i make make started making that bolognese uh the spog bowl um i started uh doing the the um the gordon ramsay recipe oh my god it got so good when you did that what do you mean wait i thought it was really good before it was but then all of a sudden it had like you were using like letting carrots sweat (laughs) 
That's you know, I'm making a a bowl with carrots, letting them sweat, and it, it. These people are famous for a reason, so you go for it. I followed the amateur gourmet, and he had some pasta with white cannellini beans and caviar tapa and sun dried tomatoes. It's all about recipes. So that's what it's all about. Well, what I like about it is you can choose to like make something delicious that might not have meat or that has the ingredients that you have in your kitchen, you know, and, and really finding what those things are. Yeah. And for you, I would say the secret is stick with laundry. <laughs> No, I'm kidding. Tonight was really good. It was good. But thank you for letting me. You know, you never thank me for doing your laundry, but that's okay. I say let me help you and you okay, won't. Okay, then you know what? But Tonight, will you no. help me fold it? Actually, thank you for doing my laundry. <laughs> Let's hear some secrets. Hi. My secret is that, um, so for context, I'm a 29-year-old woman, and I just recently discovered the comedian Norm MacDonald, um, who's, I don't know, six. 60, 70 something, and um, I've become obsessed, but not in a, oh, wow, you're a great comedian and tell really long stories, um, uh, but in like a, like almost strictly like sexual way, and I keep watching his like old Howard Stern, and like there's one where he's in like this like really big white t-shirt and leather jacket and really big jeans and it's like I don't even understand what it's doing to me but it's like just a lot I listen to him on a loop when I go to bed I have like an attractive normal boyfriend I kind of mentioned it to him uh, and he looked at me like I was crazy keep having like fantasy moments in like the street and have coffee together and I'll spend the rest of my life with him. I don't know what this, like I haven't felt this way since I was like 14. Um, to be clear, Norm McDonald. Okay, <laughs> um, have a good day. Bye. Wait, what you think maybe we thought she was saying? I just think she's clarifying because it's, she's, I mean, look. He's one of the greats. Yeah, look, we've he all. He probably doesn't look like the videos that you're watching anymore. We've, we've all been through this. Every Every young woman has gone through a Norm McDonald obsession. <laughs> I mean, we've heard this secret before. Um, he's hilarious. Is, he is hilarious. People aren't that funny anymore. He's got such an easy way about him. Yeah, but I it's mean, it's nice to have some outlet for your fantasies. Steve right Martin now. is a wild and crazy guy, but he doesn't get my dick hard. Like, there's something. She's more of a Norm McDonald gal. I'm just saying, there's something interesting happening with Norm McDonald and this woman's arousal button. I think that's interesting. For sure, we're going to be uh, tagging Norm Macdonald on this clip. Doesn't it seem like Norm Macdonald just like kind of lets things roll off of him? He seems kind of like an easygoing guy. He, he has a thick skin. If, if I was a woman I, in a pandemic, you'd want to fuck want, Norm Macdonald. I'd want someone who's kind of easygoing. What about Norm Macdonald? Sure. You know you are a woman in a pandemic, <laughs> so you better not want to fuck Norm Macdonald. No, I'm just saying I get it. Like he really kind of represents a a type. A value system. Like, I feel like he's just kind of like, he's like a fun guy and he's funny and he's edgy. He is a funny guy. Yeah. Norm, I get it. We're going to link to Norm, see if he's interested in breaking up your relationship with your boyfriend <laughs> and see if we can make some dreams come true. Juicing but, for Norm. That's what we're calling this episode. Moshe, do you think that people are, there's like more fantasy happening now? I mean, this is like oh, something in our lifetimes that has never happened. I, I, you know, people were, were all coming out now. Like, we just went 
uh, we walked down to that restaurant for the first time without a mask, and it did feel like I wasn't quite ready for it. I was like, no eye contact. I'm out there raw, raw dog in my face. Oh, yeah. If you believe the science, you got to believe it all the way. The minute they were like, no mask, I was like, boom, I'm out. Fuck this. But I am wearing a rubber. I was tonight on the way to the restaurant. Just in case you don't know. You ever heard of dick COVID? No, honey. It's a, Well, it seems like by your tone, you're disappointed in the area I'm approaching comedically. So I'm going to drop it here. And we're going to move on okay. to another secret. Okay. Hi. Um, so this is a secret I have never told anybody. And it is gross enough that I will not be explicit in detail. And Moshe, I'm sorry. I feel like you're, you always get angry when people aren't um, super explicit. It's true. But I, um, there was one day I, so I was a nanny um, and I desperately needed the day off. I needed to take a sick day. But I, um, I hate lying and taking sick. Um, and so I gave myself pink eye so that I didn't have to go into work and I'll, I'll let your imagination go wild. Honestly, oh. you're probably correct. She's shitting her in eye. Whatever you assume I did. Um, I am not proud, but I'm also glad that I didn't lie to get out of work. Um, that is my secret. I don't even know if I feel better after <laughs> after saying that. But thank you for the podcast. Love you guys. Keep doing what you're doing. Okay, bye. What the fuck? You know what my secret is to hiring a nanny? What? Over 60. Wait, but what do you think this is an expression of youth? Is this pink kind eye? Kind of. Now, what do you think she did? She put her finger in her butthole and wiped it in her eyeball? That, I think that's how you get pink eye. By putting your finger in your butthole? It's like shit getting in the eye or something. Dude. I, but I don't know for sure. But here's, I, she's like, I, I'm sure you can imagine. Here's the bad she news. She would have told us if it wasn't shit. Right. <laughs> <laughs> here's the bad news. Giving yourself pink eye on purpose and then saying, I can't come to work, I have pink eye, is a lie. Also, you need to be able to say when you're working with people's kids that that uh, you need a personal day. But, honey, do you hear what I said? Yes. Right? That's a lie, too. Because it's like, it's dishonest to be like, oh, I have a pink eye. It's like, you fucking infected yourself with your own butt juice. I mean, I don't know how she did it, but yeah, it is like something. I mean, it's so hard to be able, because, you know, not everyone's in a position where they can say, listen, I can't come in today. I need a personal day. And but you don't you even know. say, I need a personal day. Just fucking call it. I'm not going to be able to make it to work today. But you know, that means that kids can't go to school and a lot of people are counting on you and that means all of a sudden people can't go to work. But it's not better to stick your pinky in your butthole and wipe it in your eye. That's no. There's no difference between lying and doing that. Right. What I would have done is talked to the people who hire you and say that you need some some personal time or you need to work less hours or you need to work five less hours this week. Mm-hmm. Because I think that if you can start practicing asking for what you need in an employment situation, you can start getting it. Because if you never ask and you just kind of do stuff like that, I don't think you really grow or get anywhere further. Are you talking to our producer right now? <laughs> Feels like there's some coded messaging going on. 
Um, no, I'm talking to all young women out there. I think it's hard to ask for what you want. Well, what do you want, Natasha? I know what I want. Hmm. I want to hear another secret. Okay. Hi. Uh, well, I am um, like 20 years old and I um, had sex for the first time last night. Oh. And she said she came multiple times like throughout um, the thing, <laughs> the, the, the sex. Um, and I, I went down on her and uh, fingered her and I... Ooh. I don't buy that I did it like I like like did she that I don't buy that like she came multiple times on like my first time like I just I don't trust that um so it's kind of messing with my mind pretty bad uh, that's that's it maybe it's like my cooking you know you got to just believe in it have confidence he just needs to believe that she said that and if she's lying then that's her problem also the good news is you don't have to worry about it it's not like from now on every woman's gonna be like oh my god i fucking came five times <laughs> you know either she's lying or you got lucky and you're you have a long road ahead of you of women being disappointed in your sexual performance so i wouldn't worry about it that's all folks <laughs> let's play another secret Hi guys, love the pod. Um, I have a secret. I just realized since my state just opened up COVID vaccines for healthy people over 16 and, you know, other things are starting to open back up, that I want to lose the best excuse I've ever had to skip social activities and I am legit panicking. So I was introverted before the pandemic, but uh, the pandemic has made me more introverted than before, especially when it comes to my absolute favorite thing to skip, which is long distance as state travel to my in-laws for the holidays. So even though I think anti-vaxxers are ignorant and selfish morons, and even though I work for a company that's developed a vaccine, so I've been like hashtag team vaccine for like ever now. The secret is, I'm now finding myself in a plot twist situation, considering not getting the vaccine, <laughs> just so I can keep not going to stuff. So, I guess I can lie to people. What do you think? Like, do I actually need to not get it to stay in my house? Or can I get it and just, like, lie to people? Sorry, I called it a secret. Now I'm asking for advice. My bad. Whoops. Okay, bye. Okay, here's the thing. Her problem is with her in-laws. If she's like, if she just tells her husband and her husband's family, oh, I'm not the type of person that gets a vaccine. And they're like, you gonna work be, for a vaccine company. There's going to be issues. So she's got to get it, obviously. And, you know, you just have to face some of these boundaries and maybe go to like half the things your husband wants you to go to. That's also, what I do. Also, Sorry, Mosh. No, I mean, it, it's like two false choices. She's like, what should I do? not get the vaccine or lie about not being vaccinated so I can stay in my house. Obviously the answer is option three. You got to get out of your house. You can't just stay home. Part of life is that you don't always get to be comfortable all the time. And and I think that some of these first outings are going to be interesting. I went to my first party the other week and it oh, was Oh yeah, like, it was a rager. Absolutely. Like 300 mm. maskless teens. It no, was awesome. But it absolutely was not what I expected or wanted. There was a pile of cocaine at some point. 
I'm just saying like it wasn't where and I left, but I was just trying to be very open. Yeah, I just um, I think that you are not alone in that experience. Yeah. And it was. uh, Yeah, I guess that's let me just finish what I was saying. I I just found myself in a situation where I'm like, this is something I would have done like 20 years ago. Honey, it doesn't but, sound like this has anything to do with COVID. It sounds like you went to a lame party. <laughs> no, but I was more open because I was coming out of COVID that I want to be open to every single thing in a way. But then I'm like, okay, well, now I know like I still don't want to do that. And like, you know, just like trying to figure out. A lot of people's agoraphobia has been given fertile ground to bl- to bloom like a yes, mushroom. Yes. And I think we all have to do away with that because how do not, we get out of it just gotta go it's not normal to be at home we did it because we had to don't don't get comfortable in it because then you'll be a weird shut-in nobody wants that you're a lady that called in you're never going to be an outgoing gregarious social animal but you can't let you can't let your instincts tell you to stay home rule your life but you can still have boundaries around your in-laws and i think that you don't have to do every single thing and you could maybe do three of the six things or three of the five things get vaccinated and go out and then also tell people when you don't want to hang out that's what you got to do that's our advice to you my advice to you natasha yeah is to keep on cooking because you got something kid no i don't have anything i just like you got i have an attraction to recipes that have less than four ingredients that i think you might like well you like flavor bombs that's why i was like cacio de pepe miso that's something moshe would like listen i have an attraction as well yeah. And it's to you physically. <laughs> if you'd like to leave us a secret, why don't you give us a call? It's 213-222-8608. You can also email us if you'd like to get advice on the podcast at endlesshoneymoonpod at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram or, you know, subscribe to our YouTube channel and leave a comment. People yeah. love comments. You guys are funny. Write a funny comment. Yeah. Make us laugh. I probably won't read it, but someone will. And, and they they'll will send it, it to me. That's so true. And then come to our live show. It's Absolutely. not really a live show, but it's, it's a live podcast taping. It's, it's a on Rushtix. Rushtix.com slash endless honeymoon. May We're 15th. Very excited about it. 6 p.m. We got a lot of fun surprises. We'd love to see you there because we love you. And guess what, Natasha? What? I love your cooking. <laughs> I actually love your cooking too. 